No, 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 no. No, like blades. Like blades. Blades? Yeah. You know, what's his? Wesley Snipes? Blades? I don't know what you're talking about. How? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, episode 104. Uh, Shenantics is the fire festival of the podcast world with your two hosts. Skanky what? And no, <laughs> don't say that. Are we really running out of intros that you have to compare us to the fire festival? <laughs> I was really I was just trying to find a way to easily segue into the fact that I've watched the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix now. And I figured that the way I knew it could come up is that I just somehow started with that. <laughs> like just leave. Well, why off can't you just it? do another like, you know, say something funny at the beginning, right? And be like, huh, mm-hmm. everyone be like, ha, ha, that's funny. And be like, so skanky. I watched the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. And be like, okay, okay, well, what'd okay. you think about it? And you'd be like, well, I liked it. That's what you would say. And then we would have a conversation, right? That's That feels like that's what we would usually do on Chenantics. You're right. You're but right. you're trying to change it. You want to change our everything. I the Yes. Yeah, so I think we're doing a relaunch. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome back to Chenantics, a brand new season, episode number one with the new format with your host, M. Cole. And this week, I have my special guest, Skanky, on the line. Hi, Skanky. How are you doing today? I actually changed my name. Um, oh, ooh, ooh. sorry. Biscuits dropped muffins. Thank you. Biscuits. Biscuits. With, with a Z. <laughs> with a Z. So you guys may know biscuits from <laughs> such popular things as the twitch.tv slash skanky with an X. And also, he, back in the 90s, hosted the show Pimp My Ride. Isn't that right? Good to have you this week, biscuits. I think you're, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're mixing me up with my alter ego exhibits. Hold on. Kevin! This isn't the guy. I hate Anyways. Kevin, man. He fucks up so yeah. often. Jesus Christ. You should fire him again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted the guy that puts the TVs in the cars. Not, not this one. Sorry. I liked that show. I really like that show. I had the video game on PS2. Wait, there was a video game? Yeah, Pimp My Ride the Game, bro. Oh my god, no way. I used to I, play it on PS2 all the time. That, um, was the video game any good? No, it was awful. I'm but it not was good. surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It was isn't, good at the time, like when you played it, it was fun. Isn't, isn't Jittery playing something like that now? Jittery is playing My Summer Car. Okay, so it's a little bit different. It's not yeah, exactly you're not pimping a car. You're building one and trying to survive. Interesting. Have you played this or just watched her No, play I have not played this game. I think I want to try it. <sighs> I mean, and we'll call, we have a lot of games to play, okay? We do really have There's a lot a of long, games There's a long, long long list <laughs> you see i even we went have... to the ray romano caliber there wow, wow. that's how we, far we have down to... i went okay so my list if i remember correctly we have to finish doki doki we oh have to, yeah we have to play raft 
Uh-huh. We have to um I I found a new game at PAX. What is it like Boyfriend Dungeon or something like that? <laughs> I think we'll do I watched very... uh I think Squalls played that. Oh really? I think so, yeah. It actually the the that game actually looked interesting and it looked funny. So I didn't play any of it. I don't know much about it other than the little bit that I watched other people playing it. But uh-huh. it was uh it was pretty it looked like it looked like something that would be fun. So, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, we have we have at least those three to play. Do you know anything else that we need to play? A way out. Oh yes, we do have to play a way out. Forgot about that one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you stream today, by the way? No, but I might okay. stream after this. Oh, okay. Okay, good call. Then we should a probably make this. late night, you know? A little yeah. Late night stream. Ooh. Ooh, maybe I'll turn that on later today. This is my biggest problem. I don't know what to do. Re- okay, so. <laughs> what do I play? So, okay. I don't know, Hold on. Man. So, you have your, disc- your Discord has a bug in it. Um, not your Discord server, like something about your Discord where okay. it will show, I was, me and Tiny were talking and I looked over, I was like, oh, I thought Skanky was streaming. And usually on Discord, for those of you guys that don't know, it'll show when people are streaming with a little purple dot um, for like their status indicator. And I looked over and uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's a green dot. I could have sworn my phone said he went live. And then I looked down and it said playing Rainbow Six Siege. I was like, oh no, never mind. He is streaming. <laughs> like, we got this. He's playing Siege. Oh. <laughs> so it should be good. But yeah, so it was weird. It just showed you as playing siege it doesn't show that you're actually live on wait Twitch. when was that uh was it like thursday i think or wednesday thursday it had to be weird. thursday night so weird yeah i don't know man my discord is so fucked up you know why why because i set up this discord like two years ago and mm-hmm. then i just never changed anything <laughs> yeah yeah that, that. so like all discord came out with all those all these new things mm-hmm. and i just like haven't done it yeah. I just I recently just redid all my voice channels. I know because you let lo- you locked me out of the shenanigans room. Well, not me. Not the, you. Our, the recording our, bot. I did. You, right. The one. The, the thing that isn't important for us. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the I thing that records that. our voices. Like. Yeah. I, I deleted that. I, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. But yeah, I literally went through and I deleted each one and I just redid every single. Like it was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. That does. That does sound annoying. So yeah. you kicked you kicked me out of your live channel finally. You should be able to join the live channel. Oh, I can still join the live channel. You're right. I couldn't exactly. the other day. Yeah, yeah, because someone told me that they couldn't, and I was like, oh shit. And then I yeah, because I made a new role for people who can always join the live channel. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, I feel so popular. Yeah, so yeah. Special. So it feels special. Well, the funny thing was the the when I noticed it that I couldn't join and when the bot didn't have permissions was right when I got back from Pack South. And while I was at Pack South, we were out drinking and you were streaming and I made a joke. I was like, I should go into his live channel and talk to him. And I thought you found out about that. It's just like, nope, no more permissions for him. Oh, I was no, like, I didn't find out about that. <laughs> oh, God. I, well, I would have well, loved that. That would have been great. <laughs> it was when, that would have well, been me- so much fun. While me and Yummy were harassing you on Snapchat, so oh yeah, while I was streaming, while you, oh yeah, 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 while you were streaming, so we just Yummy was we, like, "When are we picking you up from the airport?" That's my Yummy impression, <laughs> by the way. And I was like, uh, "I'm not coming." <laughs> Real yeah. talk for a second. Yummy is like the nicest person in the world. She's very nice. Yes, she is. She a is. little too nice. Ooh, he's let me tell the you, same. there's something sinister. 
There's something sinister going on. This is actually a perfect segue into something I really wanted to talk about this week. <laughs> okay. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Have you watched the show You on Netflix? No, I've never even heard about it. Oh my God, you should go watch it. It is so incredibly good. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say anything about it because you kind of get the idea of the gist of it in episode one. I think you should just go watch it. It's 10 episodes, I think 45 minutes each. So it's like next to no time. I think you'd love it. Maybe you would. Maybe you wouldn't. I thought it was fantastic. I just finished it today. So it's, uh, okay. it's really, really good. It's about creepy men. Oh. It Wait, actually so... was it actually was originally a lifetime show. So Okay. You can kind of get the gist of what direction it's gonna go. But um but no, it was it was it's kind of I would say it's a it's a crime thriller type thing. Okay. Um but it's really good. It's really, really good. And there's kind of got a little bit of like a rom com romance aspect to it, which of course I love. So I love rom coms. It's big you, fan. You'll, big fan. You, sh- you should watch this. It's good. It's really, really good. So, so sinister, Yummy's sinister tendencies is what reminded you about this show. Yes. Yeah. The main character is the way it's filmed is you kind of get him in the world, but you also get his inner monologue. And so okay. you see him be like a very quote unquote nice guy, and then you see his inner monologue, and you're like, "You are fucked up." Does dude. he wear us? Does he wear a fedora? Well, maybe he should. If he ever wore a trilby, <laughs> he'd be a very respectable man. But, <laughs> but uh, no, Wait, so no. Is there something that I need to know now? Like, is there like um, a sinisterness are there, are there inside of me? No, 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 no. Are there, yes, that. But because I, I would hope that I would already know that by now. But is there? Because the way you're putting this, there seems to be like there's some tension between fedora wearing men and trilby wearing men. Oh, yeah, you didn't know about that? Like Apple's oranges kind of business. Yeah, know? yeah, or Apple's androids. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, realistically, the fedora and trilby wearing men do not eat fruit, but they definitely find on the internet about what kind of phone they use. So I feel like I was, a little, I was a little more on point with my reference. Sure, no, I mean, all right, I'll give that to you, all right? Jeez. Yeah, no. None but of things about you, bud, all right? Jeez. <laughs> It's uh God. yeah no it's it's um it's it's there is there is a there's a a, a a kind of an ongoing battle that stretches back many many decades between us trilby wearers and the dirty fedora wearers. Um, Ooh, dirty, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they just kind of like they they think that they're so cool and they try to flaunt it all over the internet. Or us trilby people, we kind of stay in the shadows and we try and keep the world in order. And stuff like that, kind of a little bit like if you would like, I would say the closest analogy is the Illuminati. Um, we're more like them, where the fedora wearers are, I don't know, the bad part of the Illuminati, yes, the bad part of the Illuminati, <laughs> but you're both still in the Illuminati, yeah, yeah, saying. no, no, no. See, the hypothetically, maybe allegedly, um. But th- that's why the trilby wearers are so good because, like, you don't know they exist. Everyone, like, sees a trilby wearer and, like, ah, a fedora wearer. And it's like, yes, that's right. We are still hidden from the world. I really wish I knew what we were talking about. I, really I feel like 90% of the time on this podcast, I just I just lose it. I just don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> just, but that's yeah, part of the fun. 
Yeah, no, no, that is that is that is part of that's part of the enjoyment. But um, anyways, back to the the main topic of today, the fire festival. Did you end up watching the Hulu the Hulu one? No, I never did. I want to. I still want to. I still want to get around to it. Um, so this past week, I watched the Netflix version after we had talked. I think even on the day that we recorded, I think that night I watched the fire festival um documentary on Netflix and okay. It's good. It's entertaining. Like, I feel like it is kind of like we, we had talked about last week that there are flaws with each of them. And part of it is take part, take the documentary with kind of a grain of salt because I feel like it's more of a propaganda video. But either way, it's like a good popcorn flick. Just like watch this craziness that went down. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's good stuff. It's crazy. It really is insane. So it's not, it's not a bad doc. I, I didn't mind it. No, it's not. It's it's definitely not a bad doc, I don't think. But um, but I also I kind of part of it gets. I want to watch both of them because I feel like the who I not feel like I've heard that the Hulu one does kind of focus on different areas. Uh, and so it's not like you're necessarily covering the exact same thing twice. So uh, you do get some different perspective from that but i almost want to watch both of them because to me it reminds me of a court of law right where it's like you have the um like the pr media company or whatever that produced the netflix one they're kind of putting on their case and then you have billy mc something he's on the hulu one he's getting paid for his interview and he's putting on his case and so we're kind of like letting him battle it out in open court and then we the jury get decide what facts we want to take from each part and then come to a final verdict about the fact that everyone in that entire thing was corrupt Uh uh-huh but if it was actually the justice system someone would just come and the prosecutor would say hey let's make a deal and then they would just make a deal and then it would never even go to court that is that is true. That is true. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you watched? Have you listened to the newest season of Serial? Um, I've I've listened to one episode. Mm. I have a problem with the new season of Serial. Okay, lay it on me. Lay it on me. It's just it's a great podcast, right? I like yeah. it. the season's cool, mm-hmm. but it's not Serial. Interesting. Okay, w- explain. You have to go a little more. Serial is about. People in prison, right, mm-hmm. who are accused of crimes that they vehemently st- say they did not do, mm-hmm. and they give you all the evidence to back up whether they did it or whether they didn't do it, and you can kind of make up your mind and kind of go down the r- the route or like the wormhole of that, right? To me, yes. that's what Serial is, and the first season encapsulates that perfectly with Adnan's story, and it's mm-hmm. very, very compelling and done very, very well. Mm-hmm. Second season, not great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't listen I, to the second season. I didn't like the second season, and it doesn't have anything to do with that kind of thing. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. have, it doesn't have to do with that. The third season, I really like this idea for a podcast. I think it's very cool, and you get access that you don't. The a normal person, the public, wouldn't get all the time or wouldn't dedicate themselves to doing right like Mm -hmm. everything they do is public technically but like no one normal unless you're a lawyer or someone who's in that system Mm -hmm. would know that right yeah but it's not a serial podcast to me i would enjoy it more if it was under a different name really see i feel like i see where you're coming from and i also feel like 
a good portion of the population that listens to Serial agrees with you um, with that synopsis, which I think maybe that alone dictates that it is that's what Serial is. But I think like I think one flaw in that argument is like it's based on what season one was and it'd be different if it was like season one and season two followed that format and then season three was completely different and you're like okay hold on you were giving us two seasons of this ex- like the same type of thing and now you went somewhere completely different and the fact that they started like they changed it up each time is kind of breaks the mold a bit of that it isn't a crime drama type podcast um in my opinion I like, and to me, and this is partly cheating because, you know, it was produced by This American Life, but to me, it almost, it, it, it almost reminds me of a, like, This American Life or, like, less so a Radio Lab because Radio Lab does tend to go in, like, a set route and a set direction, but where it's like you trust the group of reporters or you like the way that they deliver stories and you listen because of that. You don't listen because they're delivering a certain type of story, right? I don't listen to This American Life because they deliver the same type of story every week. Sometimes you get that they mix it up and try different things, especially when they have their fiction podcasts where it's like all about like short stories and fiction and stuff like that. So you get a little bit of mixing it up, but I trust the team that's behind it. And so I feel the same thing with Serial. And I really like the way that they report and tell stories. And so I I see where you're coming from, but I think for me, I kind of appreciate that they are branching out and going in different directions instead of just delivering the crime thing season after season after season for me. It's true, but I would say that if you're going to create a podcast and you're going to have some sort of format that you're mm-hmm. going by, you know, mm-hmm. for people especially, I think they were very disappointed in season two because they were expecting something that they received from season one. Yeah. Which was that kind of crime drama, you know, mm-hmm. figuring mm-hmm. out what the hell's going on type of business, you know? Yeah. Um, and they just didn't get that. Yeah. But if you're creating like something like This American Life and Radiolab, I feel like those are kind of different. Like because they're not created to be something like that surrounds one kind of story. Mm-hmm. No matter what, serial is about crime. Like that's what it is about, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what they want to do. They're trying to expand it into different kind of things. But you know, Radiolab and This American Life are just about you know just stories that people go and produce and find. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I don't know I, I think that if they kept the same format it would have been more successful like what I would love is season 3 of Serial right have mm-hmm. it's own podcast and do that same thing in other courthouses around the country you yeah. know that's cool the other thing that I don't really like about it is they're up and they're open and honest kind of in the beginning of mm-hmm. season 3 where they're like hey they gave us access, so we made this podcast. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay. Like, <laughs> it just like, I don't know. It was kind of like, all right, like, cool, I guess. It's, it seemed like a little lazy. I don't know. It seemed a little weird. Just be like, hey, they gave us access, so we're just going to make a podcast about it. <laughs> it's like, okay. But I feel like, I feel like part of it is they, I, I kind of wish that season three actually came out of season two. Because... Season three is very good, in my opinion, and it is kind of an evolution off of season one, 
I would say, where it kind of still follows the crime thing, and they could even do like a little bit of a, a pivot or an angling as of here's season one, and we followed this crime, and we all looked at it, and we realized that there were certain problems that went on in the case. Now let's kind of take let's zoom out a bit and look at the justice system as a whole and see like how the what problems are there in the justice system as a whole and follow it through you know this one courthouse um mm. and i think they would have done better with that i think there's a lot of pressure on them either way for season two and i think season two might have failed regardless unless they delivered like what exactly like exactly what season one was but also as engaging of a story right the part sometimes mm -hmm. with crime type stuff you think you have a really good story but then it just doesn't deliver like the way you think it would um so i i do kind of wish that maybe season three had no season two but i don't know i think i think having listened to it all i'm really i really like that that they did it and i for some reason i really also like that it was under the serial name um mm -hmm. I, it's just I I find may and maybe it truly possibly could just be that I'm a, like as a lawyer I also find it engaging because I feel like they cover a lot of things that I have heard from other lawyers that work in that type of field and then like kind of especially when you go through law school and you are taught by people that have been prosecutors and defense attorneys so like I hear a lot of these stories through law school and even afterwards like staying in contact with friends and uh, other students and colleagues and stuff. And so it's really great to kind of hear it in a podcast format. And so it could just be my bias in that and that other people don't appreciate it in the same way. But I, for me, season three was as engaging as season one was. I, I, I still enjoy season three. Like, I think mm -hmm. it's good. Yeah. I would just like it as a different podcast. So kind of like Not a serial. Yeah, kind of. Like, what if S-Town... What if they came out with another season and it wasn't anything about like that? Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I could see that. I could see that. But then but then you kind of I think on the on like the play's devil devil's advocate on that, you kind of start to have a branding a branding and discoverability problem, right? If sure. every time Serial has a great idea, they have to release it as a separate podcast with a separate name, a separate title, you get it where now people have to kind of rediscover it or you just you really have to hype and advertise the shit out of it to get people to move over and also listen to that one um and sure so if you are the reporting crew behind it you're like we have all these great stories we want to deliver but you we you know like if we keep doing it on a different thing like we can't deliver the stories because it's not gonna be as impactful as if we keep it under one brand name but saying that though in support of your point they did s town the first episode of s town it was being reported for a serial season right Not like when serial. they went out to go to go search it to, like to run down the mm -hmm. story it was supposed to be in serial and they decided it didn't quite fit um yeah yeah and so i i, I that does go to kind of support you so maybe they don't think that they're a crime like a like a necessarily like whodunit crime podcast but I just maybe don't like really know they don't general? know their branding I don't, I don't think either. they don't know how to brand the podcast exactly. Yeah. So they're trying to do something crime esque. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I, let I me talk I about let me talk about another podcast that I've come across recently that I have absolutely fallen in love with. Okay. And I think everyone should listen to. What is it? It's called Ear Hustle. Have you ever heard of this? I have not, but hold on, I gotta write this down. 
Ear hustle. Ear hustle. Ear H U S T L E. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Too late on me. Tell me about this. All right. So ear hustle was told to me by one of the other people that I was interning with at my at my job this mm-hmm. semester. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in um, San Quentin Prison in California. The okay. podcast is produced, co-hosted. Uh, the audio production is all done by people in, carcer- in, in prison. Oh, that really? That are people who are incarcerated at San Quentin. Really? And yeah, yeah. And it's they have one woman who she teaches like classes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she hosts the podcast with an inmate. And they go around and they interview people in the prison and they talk about what it's like, you know, to live in prison and what is it like to, you know, be in there for life, you know, like mm-hmm. 40 years to life in prison. What is what is that experience like? Mm-hmm. And they go through like different episodes. They do they have a whole episode called firsts and it's all about people's experiences first time things in prison. So like their first time they went to prison, the first time they saw their parents visit them in prison, the first time, all this stuff. And it's so fascinating yeah, and very interesting. And everyone they talk to is so engaging. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, they speak to so many different people. Uh, and sometimes they mention the crimes that they've done. Sometimes they don't, mm-hmm. but it, it, it kind of, it's so interesting. So the last one I listened to was they tried to talk to people who were on death row. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very difficult in San Quentin to talk to them because they're in a whole different facility compared to general population. Mm-hmm. So they actually had to talk to them over the phone in prison. <laughs> really? Yeah. They're in the, like, they're, are, they, like, are they in the same building type prison? But it's like... Or they're like, in the they're same in... prison. Okay. But they're in a separate yeah. building within the prison. Yeah, that's crazy. That's and, crazy. Uh, yeah, so they actually have to go call them on the phone to talk to them. Mm-hmm. But it is a very, very great podcast. Really would recommend listening to it. Very interesting. I'm definitely, that sounds really cool. That sounds yeah. really, really cool. Since we're talking about crime podcasts, I guess, right? Yeah. No, I love podcasts. <laughs> I hate them. Definitely... I hate them. Who would ever listen to a podcast? Oh, God. Oh, losers. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Idiots. You know, only very smart people listen to podcasts, especially shenanigans. Oh, and the title, Ear Hustle, mm-hmm. comes from, that's what people call in, get gossip in prison, mm. is when you're hearing some ear hustle. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to have to check that out. That's yeah. That's really cool. And they have a whole section called uh, Catching a Kite. Uh, kites is how people in prison exchange notes. Mm-hmm. So they have like a whole system in prison where like you attach your note to like a heavy object and then a piece of string and then you throw it through the hallway and people catch them the kites with other kites to bring your message to the person that needs it. No way. Swear to God, yeah. That is and so crazy and cool. It's insane. So they have this this like section on the podcast called Catching a Kite, which is where people send in letters and like they read them. <laughs> that is so cool. It's so cool though. It's so great. That is so cool. I think I think one reason why your explanation of that system is like so striking is that it's I don't know, you you 
obviously prison is such a controlled place, but human ingenuity still kind of comes into play to accomplish some of the goals that we may have, right? Like, like sure. if you think about it, like something as basic, like I want to communicate with someone else in prison when we're both locked up in our cell. And it's like, how does that happen? Well, over time, someone was like, oh, why don't I try it this way? And then like, it, it works, right? Like my, there's probably been a hundred other things that have also been tried that didn't work. And then like this one does, right? And probably, and maybe it doesn't work in every prison, but it at least works in this one. I, there's, there's something that's mm-hmm. very interesting about that, like on a low level of like, like you put a human in a certain environment, what do they then do to kind of accomplish whatever it is that they want to try and accomplish? And so that's exactly that is, I don't know. That is that's that's kind of, that's really interesting. They have me. this they have this whole episode on some it's called the shoe. Mm-hmm. And the shoe in prison or at least in San Quentin is the solitary confinement unit. Mm-hmm. And they talk to people who have gone through solitary confinement. And some of these guys were in solitary for 20 plus years. No way. And like they talk about, you know, the mental toll that that yeah. takes on you where there's nothing else for you to do, right? Yeah. And you start to forget how to do normal things. Oh my God. Like you forget. Like there, I think one guy was talking about, he was in there so long that he forgot how to like hug someone like how do you mm-hmm. what's the proper way yeah to hug like do you put your arm over their neck and their like you don't remember mm-hmm. because you just don't have that human contact for that long yeah it's it's crazy to think about yeah that really is i mean and like i just the the it, almost like the inhumane aspect of it too like i think about like i think about like the most bored I've ever been on a weekend or like when you then everyone that you know just so happens to be doing something else and you feel like you have no contact with the outside world like and that's only for like an hour or two and I feel miserable like and then just like extend it out to being like that's that is your life day after day for any Mm -hmm. period of time like holy shit yeah absolutely insane damn that's crazy oh my gosh but yeah and I could totally see that too because like and also, like, I, it's it's so easy. To, I mean, heck, we forget how to do various tasks that we don't do in our everyday life. Just like, even though we're able to do so many other things, but it's like, oh, I don't do this one thing for five years. I don't necessarily remember how to do it. Now, imagine that, like, your day-to-day life is, I don't get to do anything, right? Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, and I almost, like, feel like you get inside your own head a little bit about things, right? Like, I don't know. That's... That's crazy. Yeah, insane. Definitely give it a listen. It's a good podcast. Yeah, will do. Is there any other cool podcasts you've been listening to? I feel like now I need to ask you every week. <laughs> Have I been listening to anything new? That's kind of been my newest one. Let me look through my uh, my things now. We're going to review yeah. podcasts on our own podcast. <laughs> We've done that before. We Guys, while that. I look, make sure to go drop five stars at this podcast. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Go drop it at this podcast, please. <laughs> do it right now. On the iTunes store. I think that's the only place that you can rate is on the iTunes store still. Really? You can't do that on Google Play? No, you can't. Not not that I'm aware of. If someone else knows differently, they can let me know. Hell yeah, I've been listening to another new podcast. Yeah, lay it on me. I've been listening to Conan O'Brien's Need a Friend podcast. Oh, tell me about this. Okay, so Conan O'Brien, he like relaunched his show now Mm -hmm. on TBS. And he cut it in half. Yeah, he cut the show in half. 
Mm-hmm. And he only interviews like one person, pretty mm-hmm. much, and okay. then calls it a day. Yeah. Um, but because of this whole new thing he's done, you'd actually really like this podcast because he interviews his friends who are comedians. Oh, really? Okay. And the whole premise of it, at least in Conan's weird, sadistic humor way, is to find out if these people are actually his friends or just acquaintances with him because they're in show business together. Oh, my God. I love this. Um... This so, is awesome, especially real quick, because the second you yeah. first telling me about it, the first thing that went in my mind, obviously, was comedians and cars getting coffee, right? I'm mm-hmm, like, oh, mm-hmm. so he's just doing the exact same thing, but he's not. It's a spin. It, there's a spin on it. I love that. And it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first episode, he interviews Will Ferrell. Oh, my God. And then, they, I, what did I listen to? He does Bill Burr. He does... Uh, uh, freaking God! Who else did he do? Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, he did. So all the really, really good interviews, and I, I, I like Conan mm-hmm. as a late night person. I like his humor too. Yeah. So, um, if you're into that, very good podcast. I feel like you really like that though, because you like comedy and comedians. And yeah, all that I, stuff. I really do. I really do. I'm excited. I definitely need to, definitely need to check that out. That sounds so cool. I like that premise. Yeah. So hold on though. So. His so his kind of relaunched, redone late night show on TBS. It's how much from the original format is it? Is it oh, just different? Totally different. Really, really. I personally am not a big fan of the new show. I watched the okay. first episode and I was like, meh. Mm-hmm. He turned it more into a talk show versus a late night show. Oh, uh, okay, I see. So there's no more desk. Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't really? dress up in a suit anymore, and there's no band. Really. Yeah, totally changed the format. Wow, is yeah is and was Andy Richter on his show? Is that the one? Yeah, Andy Richter's still on there. Okay, okay, interesting. I might have He's to go still the sidekick. I might have to try and go catch an episode somewhere just so I can get an idea of what it's like. Yeah, so. you can watch him free online. Actually, oh, really? I think, on his website. Nice. I'm pretty sure you could watch him. Um, nice. Yeah, it just didn't. It didn't do it for me. Yeah, it didn't it, do it for me. Now, outside this podcast, I feel like. I feel like, and I might be misremembering, I thought that he launched some other internet property that, like, either through YouTube or something else, that is something not Conan O'Brien needed a friend um, and not his show. I thought there was something else that he released, but I might be... He's doing um Worldwide Comedy Tour. Or oh, is that what I'm US thinking US Comedy Tour. Yeah, I think that might be what I was, I was Under thinking. Under the same name as The Needs a Friend or okay. something. Mm-hmm. Like Team Coco Needs a Friend or something mm-hmm. like that, whatever okay, he yeah, does. Yeah. And yeah, it was just him and other comedians going around the country doing stuff. I think that okay. already happened, though. I'm not sure. Oh, and hold on, isn't there one on Netflix, too? Maybe that's what I'm also thinking of. Or is that the same thing? Oh, uh, that he I don't has, know. He has something on Netflix. Because uh, I remember seeing it, the I think, the other day when I turned it on. Conan... O'Brien Netflix. Uh, Conan Without Borders on Netflix is what it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, late night talk show host Conan O'Brien hits the road in this special that brings him... Oh, it's a special. Him and his sense of humor to far-flung destinations. Um, blah, 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 blah. I love when he goes different places. That stuff's funny. Yeah. Anyway, so the, but the reason why the reason why that sparked in my mind is that i feel like one thing that he's done and one thing that he has i would say kind of been better at than other um late night people and other tv people in general is that 
he earlier on, especially after he got fired or didn't get the late show or whatever show he didn't get, um, has kind of started to embrace the internet more than other people have. And Absolutely. It looks like, because I mean, he's he's done Twitch streams where he's played video games and like all that kind of crap. And I feel like this is kind of just taking what that strategy is and going even further into it and saying, all right, I'm Conan, I have this brand and I have a lot of great ideas. And so let me maybe kind of split those up across a lot of different mediums and the understanding that people don't consume media only one way or they don't consume media the way they did for the past 30 years right like i mean especially like tbs like i don't have cable like i cannot watch his show if it was only on tbs but what do i do do is i do listen to netflix i do watch or do, do listen to podcasts i do watch netflix and i do watch tv shows online if they're hosted on someone's website right so it's yeah. uh it's i feel like he's doing a good job of keeping his brand relevant as we go forward with more cord cutters and more people living in the digital age where if he just kind of doubled down and says all right tbs that's where i'm staying until the show is dead eventually it's it's either going to die or he's just going to retire right like the, that's, exactly exactly and so i think i think it's refreshing and i do i do like that he's kind of moving to this these different mediums which get is with nice. the times man that's right i wish i wish everyone would so i think uh yeah one day one day one day i um Speaking of, speaking of different mediums and also talking about the iTunes store, I just I want to mention one thing because kind of off the cuff because you and I were also talking a little bit about this um, before we start recording, but uh, we were talking about how because I cannot get the fucking artwork to update everywhere <laughs> and it's it's really just a giant pain in the ass and it's like the system that like and as you noted it's crazy like a system that is so popular as podcasts are these days still rely on like such old technology it feels like mm-hmm. um but one thing that I like in tangential with it or are related to that actually not even tangential but actually related to that it's it's kind of it's cool and I have to give props to the companies around it that it remains so open and not centralized, right? Like Apple easily could have been like, oh, podcasting is this thing and then take all these moves to try and lock it down so it only works with their platform. But that didn't happen, right? They do do stuff with their own platform, but to like in 2019, we have so many different options and our ways to listen to podcasts. And so people... We talked about this way back in like episode like four or five or six, but like it's really cool that like small time people like you and me that just want to do this as a hobby because we have fun can go and release something and it still gets spread out to the general population as the same that if it was someone that was popular like this American Life or Serial. But then you also have people that are super popular at Conan that can come in and have a medium for distribution where they can kind of put out cool and creative ideas that can then also get distributed to everybody, right? And mm-hmm. the different stores and the different um the different like podcasting hosting services can do their own things where they, you know, promote or advertise various things. But at the end of the day, if let's say iTunes other other than if they like literally banned him and removed him from the store but like let's say iTunes did no promotion for it you tell me about it i can still listen to it through the iTunes store um yeah. just from them submitting that feed and i think there is some props to a company um all of them google and apple for kind of using the open system and still kind of nurturing it instead of trying to 
own and lock down that entire system. And so I do have to give them props for that because that's kind of that is kind of cool. That is kind of nice. Thanks, so. guys. Thank you. The only I appreciate thanks it. we'll ever really give you, I think. I mean, we'll give you more thanks if you feature our podcast on your front page. Oh, that'd be super. Could you imagine? I, I just could you imagine a random person coming to listen to our podcast because you know of how confused they would be? Oh my god, it'd be great! It'd be so great, <laughs> especially because if they start with this episode and we're like, we're the Fire Festival podcast, and like, oh, what the no. fuck? <laughs> Wait, how do you how do you even get featured? Like, what do people do? Um, I am not sure. I have no idea. Who I do we got to pay off? I. I <laughs> So I've heard a, I've heard a few. <laughs> Whose things. knees do we gotta break, huh? I don't. I hear. I've heard that Apple will let you know. So whoever checks the Schnantics oh. podcast at gmail.com they should. Uh, they should make sure they're, they're checking that. But um, no, I I don't I don't know. I've also heard there were there's a few articles in I think it was in BuzzFeed a few like four or five months ago um about how easy it is to pay someone to game the iTunes system and the iTunes charts and have your like really? podcast be like number five, six or seven and that it doesn't really cost that much money. That was about four or five months ago, but my guess is all like a bunch there's probably an influx of small podcasters that did take advantage of that and now the price has probably uh, gone up and it's not as easy as it was before. But um yeah, so I don't know. Anyways, that was a long weird road to talk about. I have no idea how we get featured on iTunes. So all right, I'm going to look this up. We're going to get featured. We're going to get featured. If you are Shenantics Fanatics, you can tweet at... Uh, actually, I retweeted a thing from the iTunes podcast Twitter account asking about what your five favorite podcasts were. And um, uh, friend of the show and future co-host, Nesto, he, uh, he responded. Future co-host? Sorry, I'm just trying to buy his love and affection, okay? Dude, you <laughs> like... don't need to do... You don't need to work that hard. To I, buy Nesto's is, affection. Okay, I said, I said, that's what my problem is. Like, I, I give him a little bit of the chase. You're working too hard. I gotta, yeah. like, gotta like pretend I'm not interested. Exactly. I, gotta, I don't care what you think of me, Nesto. Sure, <laughs> whatever. But I we sit over here and drink my milkshake. It brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Can we talk about one thing though? With those kind of tweets, that kind of irks me. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> There's this there's this new trend, not even a new trend. It's been happening for like the past year, mm-hmm. but it's those same kind of things where like those people ask those questions, right? Mm-hmm. Big streamers or big companies ask those questions, get a whole bunch of replies. Yeah. But it's not even about the replies. It's just that so true. Their brand went viral. Yeah, like that's literally it. Yeah, the same thing that I see happening with, and this is not to call anyone specific out, okay? But those. Certain some some people who tweet out like small streamer tips or like those kind of things that yes. get like thousands of likes, right? Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, hey, shout out like your three favorite people. Which, by the way, if you shout me out one of those things, I love you. But <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know. Like it's not for that yeah. reason, you know. It's so that that person can get a whole bunch of replies and likes, and people can see it. Yeah, that is actually true, though, uh, on a lot of levels, because. I'm thinking, like, in my past, because it used to be really popular, at least in the circles that I follow. Like, it probably still is. I'm just not following the same people anymore. Um, But I don't really know if I ever found... I never clicked through to actually find anyone through any of those replies, right? Like, like oh, tweet it out, and, like, people respond to it. And I never went there to, like, 
be like, oh, here's a new streamer I can like find yeah. and watch. No, and it's same all thing, same thing with Follow Fridays, right? Like, oh, Follow Friday, you know, on Twitter, like you should follow these people. I don't think I, I don't think I ever have ever in a million years followed that person. Do you know what does get me to follow people? When you retweet their shit because they're actually good at what they do. There's mm. so many Twitter accounts where I'm like, oh my god, that person's hilarious. Like, I'm gonna follow them and then get let down later. But um. <laughs> That's that's what works for me. So, but no, that is that is a, that is a good point. It's, it's also very strange that yeah. there are those things get liked so much. Mm -hmm. I did a little bit of a test one day where I tweeted out one of those like streamer advice kind of tweets, right? Mm -hmm. And even Gabble was like, "What are you like? You're you're tweeting that out now?" I'm like, "Trust me." Like <laughs> it got it got the most likes. Oh my god! Out of it. like any tweet that I ever made. Yeah. Those like streamer advice kind of stuff, and it's just but, very weird. No, but see, I I understand why. I understand why because, because it's I almost, wholesome, I guess. No, because I almost liked one the other day because if it is like an actual like thing, like you see yourself like nodding along to it, and like yeah, I agree, like that shit, like yeah, you're right, dude, like that crap, and especially yeah. if it's self serving. Like so many of us love to, like pat ourselves on the back or feel like we're superior to other people, and so if it's kind of like a self serving, me tip, never. <laughs> then like then you're like you're like oh god yeah he's totally right I'm totally in that club of the exact people he's talking about of that who is right about everything like I gotta like that shit because he's talking about me like I think that's why so many of those come off so well plus also a uh, second one is we uh, if you especially if you cite or say one of the very common ones then like it's almost feels compulsory like we have to like that because mm -hmm. it's so burned into our brains like that that is the best and basic most basic advice and so like yeah. oh yeah yeah of course that's what we all should do like that it takes half a second but it's the most valuable thing i can offer to you mm -hmm. so, yeah. mm -hmm. and i it's not to call anyone out i've done it myself so you know just putting it out there into the into the ether i'm gonna do it now yeah tweet out something I bet you you're gonna get a lot of likes on that. Yeah. Let's do a test. Te yeah. Like tweet something like, "It's not about how many viewers you have. It's about how much effort you put into that stream, and people will come eventually." Like one of those, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like imagining that like you're gonna tweet up, but you're also not gonna do it as text. You're gonna do it like as like an image that has like weird inspirational <laughs> shit on it. Like a, like a boat going off into the sunset? <laughs> yes. Just remember this image. <laughs> yes. That boat is chasing Yo, its goals, okay? We should make a fake Twitch advice Twitter chat, like Twitter page. <laughs> That's just like all shitty Twitch advice. Would it be too on point if we named the account to shitty Twitch advice? <laughs> Go into other people's channels and just spam your link to your channel. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. That I should love exist it. already. It probably does. But I think it would be better. The thing that would make it just so great is if that we, like, ironically retweeted the people that did, like, the small yes. Twitch advice. Oh, the streamer, like, advice. Yes. <laughs> like... Oh, big fan, big fan.
That's good. I like. Sorry, that. whenever you say that, all I can imagine is like a gigantic, like fan, fan, like a like, big fan. Oh, like a like a really like, like large person. Yeah, like no, 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 <laughs> no, not a large person. Like a muscular man who's <laughs> no, a big no, fan. No, 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 no. Like blades, like blades, blades. Yeah, you know what's his Wesley Snipes, the tax evasion dude. The tax evasion dude? Yeah. Blades? I don't know what you're talking about. How? I thought we were on the same page with this. We were totally I'm like, so you confused. were here. I was here. We were just like cruising along. I'm like, I got you. I got you. And then I don't know how we got to this point where you don't get me anymore. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like we've, we, this blades? isn't supposed to happen what? this this long of a relationship. What do you, what's blades? I just, I don't know. No, let me, what are you talking about? You know the thing that has that pushes air. All I'm getting is "Blade" by Wesley Snipes. Yes, exactly. Directed by Stephen Norrington. Have you not seen that? I've never seen this before. Isn't he a vampire hunter, but is also a vampire himself? Wait, when did we talk about being a vampire hunter? And what? Anyways, wait, wait rewind. Where did that start? <laughs> When did we start talking about Blade? With the big fan. The big fan. fan yeah, him. big fan. Yeah, yeah, with Blades. Yeah, but I never understood what you were saying with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said, right? Okay, let's rewind. You said, whenever you say big fan, I just think of big blade. Did you say okay. big blade or big, big person? What did you say? Hold on. Real quick side tangent. I have no, 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 we'll, we'll have never my, get back to this I have, point. I have my camera above my monitor, and I, whenever I'm trying to make a point to you, I just point at the camera as if I'm talking to you. Like, we're only doing my voice. I still point at the camera like, Skinky, oh hold my. on. Oh, Sit my down. God. We got this. We're going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, um, no, but uh, real quick though, on a different on a different topic, I uh, food finish. I am ordering Indian food tonight, and I realized I didn't ever ask what your opinion on Indian food was. We've talked about this before. No way, hundred percent. We have. No way. Would you? Yeah, do you way. like Indian food? Yeah, I don't mind it. I've only had it once though. Oh, you've only had it once. But do you remember what you had? No idea. It was a while back. Oh, skanky. Sorry, I'm oh. so excited. All I'm thinking about is all the all the different dishes that I'm gonna get. Like the like I want the I want the the this place I go to, and by go to I mean, hold on, I got a different side story to tell you real quick, and then I'm gonna. Oh tell my, you. we're never going back <laughs> to Wesley Snipes <laughs> at this point. I'm sure he also loves Indian food. Um, <laughs> but I, I, get, I get this the sog, which is like it's like I believe it's spinach in it, and the place I like to order from, it's like got this nice like it's really really spicy and it's so tasty. Plus, you get the naan and you just like pile it on. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to order this later. But a funny thing is, is that the place I like to order from doesn't deliver to my house, and in fact, the cutoff for the delivery zone is the middle of my street, like the road in front of my house. The very middle is the cutoff, and there's a school on the other side of my apartment, and so when I order delivery, I have to tell them that they're delivering it to the school, and, and so they couldn't actually deliver to me, so I walk out and I have to chase the guy down through the schoolyard and be like, yo, that's mine, actually. Get back here. And he's like, really? And I was like, yes. Like, give it to me. 
That's it's under so underscored. Yeah, so I, I sometimes have some delivery problems where I have to put in different addresses relative to where I am, and then I walk over to get it. Like, a lot of times, if they don't deliver to me, but they deliver, like, at the end of my block, I'll put in, like, an address for a building at the end of my block and then just walk over to the delivery driver when he gets there. They always look at me like I'm really weird, probably because it's usually at night. I'm usually, like, in my sweatpants. And you're I meeting walk- in a school? <laughs> It's true. <laughs> why? Why don't you just Uber Eats it or something? I don't think that this place is is on Uber Eats. You don't think, or you don't know? I don't know. Also, sometimes it's more expensive. Also, pro tip: this is probably really bad of me, and people are going to judge me. But pro tip: a lot of times, places actually use DoorDash for their delivery, even if you order it through their website. And so, if you order it through their website, you don't get charged the higher DoorDash delivery fee, and it doesn't ask you if you want to tip the driver. And so, I don't feel guilty. And then, when they deliver it to you, you can't give them a cash tip, and so then you just get your food. I'm a terrible human being. That's I just realized really fucked up. <laughs> that is. That is really bad. Wait, that doesn't mean that you can't tip them. Yeah, they won't take my money. And there's no way to tip them because it doesn't go through the DoorDash app. It goes through the website, and the website doesn't have a box for tip. Well, that's fucked up. That is. I'm a terrible person, I just realized. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> yeah. He's doing that tonight. <laughs> I'm doing that tonight. He's doing that, guys. He's not, he's not giving up. <laughs> not doing that. I'm not doing that. Also, I love when my food is delivered on bicycle. So you like the work that the delivery driver does, but you just don't want to pay them, is what you're saying. Yeah, I've realized I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. <laughs> I, I have. I realize I'm a terrible person. I'm glad that this isn't recorded to be distributed yeah, out thank, on the internet. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, no, but so as I'm sitting here thinking about the garlic naan that I'm going to order later, which is so fucking good, um, I watched, I started, and I got about 10, 15 minutes into it today, and I really want to watch more of it. I'm curious if you've watched it. There's a show on Netflix that's Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, or something like that. Have you watched that? No. It was good. It was really, really good. Um, the first episode that I started watching was all about like fat and cooking, and like it's all about cooking, and it's about the basic components of what we cook and the importance of them. And okay. so it starts with fat and like how fat has all its flavor and how a lot of the different cuisines we eat, they the foundational building block like that they're all kind of based on is what fat that they use, right? And so like Southern okay. cooking, they use a lot of pig fat and lard and that kind of, a lot of the flavor is derived from that. And so, and if you look at like a lot of Italian cooking, you get a lot of olive oil. And so a lot of the flavors in Italian cooking is derived from the fat that they use when preparing their dishes. And, they, uh, I forget what they made something, and it reminds me of Naan. And now I can't stop thinking about both that show and this garlic Naan that I'm going to order later with my Indian food, and it's going to be amazing. You know, every time you say Naan, I think of the that song that goes na 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 Ooh, we so could, many Nana songs. That's what I was just thinking. Like, that's gonna be. A we hard... should really cut back on the number of Nana songs that that's, we have. That is true. That is true. As a society, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna decide that we can only have at most 
five Nana songs. We should really, really think about this. Yeah, yeah. I think we should come up with a list of all the Nana songs, rank them number one to number 8,000, and have a nice cutoff point where these are the only ones that are now acceptable. I'm a big fan of that. I am too. We'll do it this week, you guys. That's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, chores, commute, whatever it is, we are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and at our website at shenantics.rocks. If you want to see our beautiful new artwork, you have to go to the website because I don't know how to update it on any of the systems. Uh, so that'll be great. If you like the podcast, leave us a five-star review on the iTunes Store and tell them why you you think we're good and why we may or may not be the fire festival of podcast if you want to join if you have any comments or questions you can send us a tweet at twitter.com shenanticspod or an email shenanticspodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the discussion you can head over to our discord there's an invite link at shenantics.rocks slash about or at discord.shenantics.rocks and then it'll get you over to the discord where you can hang out with all the other cool beautiful wonderful people little known fact if you join the Discord, you become 10% more attractive. So if looks are important to you, wow. make sure you get over there and do that. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and Cole, where can they find you? They can find me on uh, the internet at mcole underscore M-C-U-L with the underscore symbol. Same username on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Skanky. Big fan, buddy. Big, big fan. fan. Big, big fan. Wesley Snipes. Tax oh, evasion. Blade. <laughs> Bye. Bye.